0: Midler, Einstein, and Mordecai, Richler. I be Alana, and their pal Wolf Blitzer. That guy my bogey once met on a cruise. These are a few of my favorite Jews. Hello, I'm Laura Lebo. This is A Few of My Favorite Jews. We are on season two, episode five, uh, and the final of this season. I'm not going to do a long intro today. I'm going to do a short intro. The interview portion of the episode is long, but more importantly, uh, the guest I spoke to, Jordan Foyze, is so funny and so interesting uh, that you don't really need to hear me talk for too long beforehand. Jordan and I uh, talked about the prolific Jew, Bob Dylan. No longer technically a a religious Jew, he converted, but as we discuss in the episode, once a Jew, always a Jew. Jordan and I um, essentially insulted and denigrated Bob Dylan for an hour and a half as a person and an artist. We're both fans, but that just sort of happens um when you discuss somebody that you love. Jordan is a comedian and a writer. He's written for Vice. Uh this hour has 22 minutes. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal stand-up comedian. He's so so damn funny. He's toured all over the country and, in my view, is one of the funniest comics working today. He put out an album recently. Uh, You should all go listen to it. It's called Friend Daddy. Fantastic name. Fantastic album. Really, honestly, do yourself a favor and listen to it if you want to laugh, if you want to have fun, if you like a gravel-voiced Ontarian. As far as me and what's new with her, little. Little is new. Uh, I went to Philadelphia last weekend. Sort of right before everything got super crazy with Omicron. I'm crying, you were crying, we all are crying. I'm crying. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what else I was supposed to say other than that. They made me. They made me. The Italians, that is. Uh. Anyway, I went to Philadelphia and I had a blast. I went to go see a rock and roll concert with rock and roll musicians, with my rock and roll friend... The concert was at the Met. Beautiful venue. I screamed. Um, I've been wanting to scream now for, for a while. Um, I've been wanting to let out uh, a guttural scream for 30 years or so. Actually, less because I was allowed to scream up until a cert. Actually, no, I wasn't. Screaming was very much frowned upon in my home um, by the children. Everyone uh, above 25 was welcome to scream. But um, I I was I didn't like to scream as a kid. I wasn't you know, Tato scream. Anyway, uh, the, the last few years have been a challenge and, um, I've been trying to, I don't know, how do I put this? Let my body behave in line with the emotion I'm feeling. Um, well, I guess the annoying way to say it is I'm trying to feel my feelings instead of intellectualizing them because I have a large intellect. No, it's because um, of trauma. Uh, So I've been trying to feel them. And one way you can do that is just by letting them physicalize a bit more. And uh, being quiet for a bit when you feel the feeling. Naming it. Just not allowing yourself to distract yourself. Yeah, just letting it physicalize. Crying when you're sad. um, Punching a pillow when you're angry. Going, eek, a ghost! Uh, When you're scared. Sprinting down the block when you're tired. Just whatever you know the nat- the natural rhythm of uh, an emotion and i've been wanting to scream for a while now and there's very few places to do that in a city and i'm not being silly my sister and i have been talking my sister and i have been talking about this for a while that you know sometimes you do want to scream it feels good there's really nowhere you can go even if you scream in your own house in the city people will hear you your neighbors will hear you but even if you live alone some someone will hear you And, um, I don't want to upset anybody. That's an upsetting thing to hear as a, a, as a person screaming loudly. You're worried. I don't want to also, I don't want anyone checking in on me, God forbid. I don't want to scream and then have somebody ask me how I'm doing. I'm not doing well and I, and I do want to be seen and I do want to tell people that I'm not doing well. But I don't want people asking me how I'm doing. But at this rock and roll concert, (laughs) uh, I, you can scream so loudly at a big concert. And I did. I screamed very loudly. I also kind of was laughing hysterically. I think I was just on sensory overload. Plus all the screaming and letting out my emotions. I felt, I felt so crazed, honestly. Um, I just couldn't stop laughing and crying. Um, And honestly, it felt so great. I feel so, it felt so great. It felt so great. And then we flew back Sunday First of all, we had like so many issues getting there and back, as we should. I mean, there should have been a lot of barriers uh, to travel, but um, we did all the things we were supposed to and then the the computer didn't process it properly. Anyway, but we made it. We made it there. We made it back. Got back Sunday night and then it felt like this past Monday morning. I knew like several people with COVID. Um, The numbers were just flying. I had a bunch of gigs canceled on me. So, you know, it's tough. It's it's we're back, you know, back to the grind again. Here we go. You know, we're it's, it's back. Uh, I hope everyone's okay. I really do. I hope everybody's employed and healthy. I know that they're not, so I don't even know why I'm saying that. I hope everyone gets employed and healthy soon. I hope everyone else is taking uh, pretty good care of themselves and their mental health in the meantime. Just, you know, take care. Uh, call your friends and family sometimes. Go outside once in a while. Find a way to move your body just a little bit listen to some music. I don't know. Do your, do, do whatever you can for yourself. I love you. You love you. Even if you don't know it yet. So yeah, this is it for the season. You won't hear from me for, for a bit. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Some of you, I hope some of my friends have enjoyed this season. I hope many of my enemies have not. And, um, yeah, just take care everybody. Happy holidays. May your Christmases be filled with Jewish intruders. Alright, here is Jordan Foyze and I talking about Bob Dylan. First, here's a little stand-up from Jordan Foyze.
1: But because of that, because I didn't have like the best kind of father growing up, you know, I, uh... I've I've spent my whole life searching for father figures. Like, I'm very... I'm just a young man hungry for daddies. No, fuck. Uh... (laughs) Shit. But anybody, anything can be a dad to me, right? Like, I'll I'll give it a shot, you know? Like, fucking cool dog wearing a bandana? Fuck it! That's a dad, right? Hot dog cart guy? Yeah, let's let this rock for a bit, you know, why not? Might learn some lessons from old hot dog Tim, that might be fine. Oh, here's a fun fact, here's a fun fact. Um, If you're a friend of mine and you're a few years older than me, surprise! You've been raising me for years, right? Like... (laughs) Like, why do you think I keep asking to watch you shave, friend daddy?
0: All right. Welcome to the podcast, Jordan.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm very excited.
0: It's truly my pleasure. Had a great morning. You had a great morning. Did did you know I was going to ask you? Did you just want to tell me?
1: (laughs) Well, it's part of it's to do with the subject of our can I say what we're doing already? Yeah, please. No, 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 it? go Isn't ahead. Big, well, I listen to Bob Dylan music all morning, which is nice. really good making eggs music, oh, yeah. if anything. It, you know what I mean? I do
0: know exactly what you need. It's good morning music. It's good breakfast yes, it's, music.
1: Yeah, put on a pot of coffee, oh. shuffle around. That's the only way to move around your apartment <laughs> in the morning when you're making eggs and coffee. You only shuffle. You
0: shuffle or you lumber. It depends on the night before.
1: I don't know if I've ever lumbered. You never lumber? Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Like if you're hungover. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lumber. Or maybe it's just a different kind of shuffle.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's all ultimately shuffling. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like that's the way you shuffle to your grave. <laughs> <Like that. laughs>
0: shuffling to the grave would be a good Bob Dylan song.
1: It t- I would bet a million dollars he's said that in his song <laughs> It's
0: a huge wager.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that's fine. I'm confident. You're confident. He's definitely said shuffle to the grave. You're probably right. Before.
0: What did you listen to this morning? Any album in particular? <sighs> well,
1: no, this is, I did the thing that we all do now, where we just fully, it's funny because I have a not bad record collection when we all went through that spate of buying mm-hmm. records. And sometimes I still do. But remember when we were real all hot about sure it? Sure do. Like, oh, that's how, to, that's how to be interesting now? OK. <laughs>
2: and,
1: uh, and I have a bunch of Dylan in there. But then I just put on the Spotify. You know, you know, you're just like, take it, take it, take it away, Spotify. Yeah, totally.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You are the boss. You do,
1: you do whatever it is you do. Yeah, I trust. Get you. that. Yeah. So just a, a, smattering. a I smattering. Put on the playlist that's called This Is Bob." <laughs> <laughs> you know that playlist? And they're like, This is it.
0: This is Bob, Bob Dylan, <laughs> it's so official. It's
2: very official. I bet That's
0: you I there's probably like thousands of thirty mm, somethings that have an amazing record collection and no record player.
1: Uh, that is true, but I'll top ta- I'll 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 up that yeah. with thousand, So many thirty somethings that have a great record collection, great record player, great speakers, and they have their uh, Bluetooth plugged in. Like, just above it, Charging. <laughs> <laughs> I love <their> Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> they have, like, one boat, little tiny... Like, they have this insane wall-to-wall collection and then a tiny little
0: bow speaker that gets all the work. I know. Well, it's one of those things you can't get rid of once you have it or you feel like no. you can't get rid of, even no, if you never like, use it.
1: I used to have this argument with a roommate that I lived with because he was always pro, like, throwing everything you own out. Like, he doesn't like, like... Not like in a crazy. Well, at the time because he's in his twenties, it was very <laughs> crazy. It was like too extreme. Yeah. But uh so we'd have this argument where he was kind of like, I, "I just like having open space, and I don't like being encumbered by so many things." And I, the longer I go on, I do get it more. But I was always like, "But it's nice to have like a collection of things, even if you don't use it, you know." Like you like look at it and you like think about all the things. It looks kind of cool. Like
0: totally. Yeah,
1: you know, I think that's valuable. I don't. Some people are like, you know, like, like, because people always make fun of people posturing, like with my bookshelf here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's like. For the listeners, um, he
0: has a bookshelf.
1: I got a bookshelf. Got lots of great big, big Big books on it.
0: Old, (laughs) old, big (laughs) novels. (laughs) (laughs) Novels.
1: (laughs) Naughty, Naughty, like K N O T T -t 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 Y books. Yes,
0: all about ships and the ocean.
1: No, the inner ocean. (laughs) The
0: inner ocean.
1: (laughs) And yeah, Um, but anyways,
0: people make fun of those who posture.
1: Yeah, it's posture, but I'm also it's also fun to posture. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't really get. I don't know how else you get. You could go on. I don't know how else you uh, emit your rays of personalities to other people. Exactly. My sister is a minimalist. She doesn't have anything. Um, she gets rid of everything, and uh, like not even just um. Art and records and books. She just every two months, um, she resets so that she's has almost an empty room.
1: What, is she a fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. He doesn't
0: even have enough stuff to fill um, like a small fugitive bag. It's it's, it's <laughs> no so bindle? minimal. No no bindle. And um, and then she'll be like, oh, I need a shirt. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. You had a shirt. You used to have a shirt. Now you don't. Wait,
1: so she throws out her clothes? She throws out shit?
0: her clothes. Yeah. <laughs> She's vi- I, this is insane. It's crazy. But I like having That's stuff wild. because also you need stuff. Otherwise, um, you, you'll, you're hearing an echo. You need stuff to fill up your life so it doesn't sound yeah. empty and feel empty
1: yeah like metaphorically and literally you'll hear a goddamn echo in your apartment you need something to absorb all the sound exactly
2: and what better than these huge (laughs) books
0: (laughs) it's all foam in there too so it's perfect (laughs) 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 cool prop books so listen uh why did you pick bob dylan as your favorite jew is he your favorite jew
1: he's probably not my favorite jew (laughs) i don't we can we can get into this i don't does he even count as a jew he does
0: to me i mean how do
1: you guys work he does (laughs) How do you guys work yeah how do you guys work like you always hold on or is it like he left my
0: feeling is that um you once a jew always a jew you you never get to leave mostly because to me judaism is like a culture and it and an upbringing, like more than it is a right. religion. It's not actually about the faith. Uh, right. Most Jews I know are yeah, not like, at all religious. Which is true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, which is definitely true. It's like being like, like Jamaican or something.
0: Yes, for sure. Um, yeah. If you were raised by, by a Jewish parent, especially a Jewish mother. What if you're
1: not born by them? What if you're not like you're adopted? Yeah, you're, then you're still very Jewish. Uh, if
0: you had to grow up Jewish. with a mentally ill person making all your choices <laughs> for you. <laughs> You're a Jew, my friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's never true. I never think about that with Bob Dylan where it's like, yeah, well, he is also the product of a Jewish mother, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter where he goes in the world, how many that's name good. changes he has, how many religions he jumps to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that, that part doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. That happened. That happened, my man. So he's
0: not, he's not your favorite Jew because he's not technically a Jew anymore.
1: No, 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 that's not why. It's just more when you asked, it was, you know, you start thinking about who's my favorite yeah. Jew, and then you just start really thinking about who is Jewish, and then you're like, I don't really want to go along that line uh, of thought anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to think about it too hard. For sure.
0: You don't want to start counting think, all the for, Jews you know.
1: Yes, yes exactly. Hey, like You don't want to start being like, is my neighbor Jewish? Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> is, is he not telling Better you Better
0: ask Jewish? him. What's that? <laughs> <after>? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, then start making the um, <laughs> uh-huh. um, uh, So it was kind of first thought. I was like, yeah, yeah, Bob Dylan. And you know why, actually? And maybe I think because I think I probably actually picked him because it's like, it's kind of, he, it's like, a tri- it's almost trivia. <laughs> you know what I mean, Bob Dylan being Jewish? Because I don't think anyone thinks of him as being Jewish. We do you guys do yeah uh, this is like when I was talking to a friend who's a Jehovah's Witness or was and uh, I was like you know Prince is Jehovah's Witness and he's like oh yeah we know <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're quite proud of that one that was a big get
0: <laughs> right exactly that's the thing <laughs> that's the thing especially for any like smaller population of people you uh you take note and you you that's you true. store the information
1: like I know who's from Sault Ste. Marie my hometown
0: who's from Sault Ste. Marie
1: uh who's our it kind of sucks i'm like literally one of the most successful people
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's not laughable that's true yeah that's pretty cool that's
1: cool thank you um roberta Bondner is probably the biggest one you remember she was the first canadian woman in space in like the 90s oh
0: wow that's a really good one
1: she's cool that's great and it's a fun story well we'll see Uh, (laughs) um (laughs) when when i went to elementary school or so i went to the same elementary school she did in the same high school and then when i went to university uh she was like the dean or whatever of the university at the time whatever they call in canada chancellor and um and so when i got my diploma she was the one handing them out and then when i went up there to get the diploma i was like oh by the way i went to alex Muir and sir james dunn and then she stepped back and like looked at me and was like I was like well give me a big Sault Ste. Marie hug and then we fucking hugged. it was awesome
0: that's so cute what a sweet she, lady
1: she seemed very cool yeah she's having an affair with like the president of the university at the time
0: wait what who was a, la-
1: who was a lady quite scandalous <laughs> I
0: like that you told this really sweet story and painted and her in like a really it. positive light <laughs>
1: Well, like Bob Dylan says on his new album, Rough and Rowdy Ways, (laughs) I Contain Multitudes.
0: (laughs) The the song is titled I Contain Multitudes, is it not?
1: Yeah. Yes, it is. It's really good.
0: My two writing partners, I won't put this in. We're going to cut everything we're talking about. Put the joke I Contain (laughs) Multitudes into literally every script we write. Like every character at some point. Like the dumbest characters and usually children always say I Contain Multitudes. (laughs)
1: well dylan is one of those
0: (laughs) (laughs) a dumb child he
1: could be dumb he could be dumb you
0: think he's dumb do you think bob dylan's dumb
1: i don't well i mean i don't know how you want to structure this because i have big thoughts i don't know if you want to give a little intro i don't know if you want to ramp it up or i could just hop into a theory that i I have
0: i have undiagnosed ADD.
1: <laughs> oh good, <laughs> perfect. That's perfect for a podcast. So yes. I know, right? especially
0: for one about like linear timelines and lives.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. um No, let's. I want to hear your thoughts. I we're we're gonna cover his life in a okay. in a in a non-linear way, and then I'll keep jumping back if I feel like. We're
1: okay, well then let me. I'll say this in a way that's almost like a thesis that can kind of open okay, it great. up. Okay, uh, I don't think he's. I don't think he's dumb. He's too much of a big um, breadth of like weird arcane knowledge yeah. you know what i mean um but I, he is like a he is and this goes back to what we we're talking before a poser
0: mm, you think
1: he's a poser oh big time his whole life is like trying on different hats <laughs> and like different guises and yeah. also like notorious plagiarists yep and uh which, but, not, but like I said, also, it's kind of cool to be a poser. <laughs> like, he's a really, he maybe, maybe he's the best poser of all time, right?
0: Yeah. To me, a poser, uh, the implication of a poser is that they're posing inauthentically as a character that they don't, like, em- that they don't at all embody or, like, they don't uh... really feel, like, uh, 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 is authentic to them. Bob Dylan, you know what? Probably also this is like my own weird internalized misogyny because if a woman did what he nice. did, I would definitely think she was a poser. Um,
1: <laughs> well, like Madonna. Do you think Madonna's a poser?
0: I mean, she's a voguer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I meant. Bob Dylan's a voguer. <laughs> yeah, Bob Dylan's a voguer.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dylan doing Vogue?
0: <laughs> when you said Dylan doing Vogue, I just thought of him uh on we are the world and like how that's just the most <laughs> literal opposite of voguing i could possibly imagine in
1: my yes whole life. <laughs> exactly a man in a little hat and a bolo tie like dancing uh,
0: um but i don't know i guess oh. i it, it feels so intentional with him that he's not um trying to be someone he's not but he's like and in, always intentionally
1: he's definitely trying to be something he's not yeah his whole life yeah, you're well right. i think you're right. i would argue his whole life is pretending to be things he, yeah you're right he grew up this son of fucking um what the hell like f- uh, like furniture yeah, sales he's... people in minnesota and then he's like i'm a hobo riding the rails yeah <laughs>
0: so like, yeah his
1: first like he was a hipster at the time you know like he's like a, he like moved to new york and got in the hip scene and fucking like yeah. Wrote all these like protest songs and he's like, I don't actually care about anything. then started writing like weird psychedelic stuff, and that was cool. Like yeah. he's always he, he's like chasing, but he's good. I'm not saying it's bad. No, I know like, what you're I, saying. I think he's I think he's ultimately fraudulent, but incredibly smart, incredibly yeah. talented.
0: I mean he's a liar, he lied a lot. Uh <laughs> he <laughs> lies all the time, <laughs> he lies constantly. It's awesome. Yeah. I love that he lies, yeah.
1: it's crazy.
0: But you're right. I mean, this is something about him that's annoying which is that, uh, I guess mm. his first two albums, mm. uh, actually no, his, his, his second and third album, because the first album yeah. kind of didn't, nothing really happened yeah. with it. No one likes, no it. One yeah. likes it. No one um, likes it. Were, were protest albums and the songs were mm. all protest songs. And then he got um, frustrated that people yes. saw him as a, as a writer of protest songs. And so we pivoted out of, I guess, feeling boxed in. Like essentially his relationship with uh, social issues is about self-actualization and like his own identity instead of yes. like uh, wasn't, moving through the current of what was actually happening.
1: hundred percent. Like it wasn't actually, it was, it was more just like what you did if you were a 25 year old in New York.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is
1: still true. You know what I mean? And but you, that's okay it's not the worst like that's not bad that doesn't even mean that he didn't like feel the things like it's just kind of like it, it's like you're saying it's much more about uh like this is my personal aesthetic right now for sure and then it's like oh i don't really want this anymore so now i'm going to like move to the woods with my buddies and make like weird <laughs> confederate down home music yeah <laughs> which is kind of, i mean and i love all that i love all the uh, like big pink shit and stuff like that yeah but it is it is kind of funny that he like yeah,
0: yeah that he, he was writing like about civil rights.
1: rights like yeah civil rights and then going and then he's like I gotta get out of here for a while moves <laughs> to like rural New York <laughs> and extra and white yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> reset a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah he had to recharge his whiteness exactly
0: okay so that's good so we we've established uh uh he was born to uh Jewish parents in Duluth. Well, yes. yeah, wealthy parents, you know, middle middle class. Middle, what class. What
1: and middle, middle class. Middle class, I would
0: say. I've seen that. Um, yeah. Part of a small Jewish, like tight knit Jewish community in Duluth. Ooh. And then. And they
1: had to escape some sort of pogrom.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> the grandparents <laughs> had to escape the pogroms, yeah. you know. Yeah, not say the pogroms.
1: I said a little too, pogrom.
0: <laughs> had to escape the pogroms
1: that's yeah. probably
0: that's like there's probably some equivalent accent to the people who were trying to push them out of yes. uh, the ukraine you
1: know right right that sounds like redneck you it's know. like redneck
0: ukrainians um <laughs> but yeah most most jews uh have somewhere down their down the lineage some pogromage <laughs> escapage
1: yes there's some escapage
0: there's some escapage um and then he moved to he uh, attended the university of minnesota in, in Minneapolis. Oh. <laughs> and he began to perform folk and country songs at local cafes. Yes. And that's did you print out the
1: Wikipedia?
0: <laughs> you can't print Wikipedia. Once you print it, you it's no longer Wikipedia. It's your
1: yeah. <laughs> research.
0: <laughs>
2: that's true.
1: <laughs> they ask for a lot more money when you print it. So like before you print it, did you chip in a couple bucks?
0: <laughs> I, don't, I actually donated money the other day i've been using wicked so often for this podcast that i was like oh god who who am i to not donate i owe it to them Mm -hmm. yeah he moved to uh minnesota is that what i said yes yeah Uh, university of minnesota Started to perform folk music and that's when he started going by bob dylan um which he says he uh, somebody asked him his name as soon as he got to minneapolis and it just came out of him. This is the funny Which thing is, about Bob Dylan. Anything he says bullshit. is like totally non factual. Like the best facts yes. are, are, are written are uh, written by other people about Bob Dylan. Anything yes. Bob Dylan says about himself, it's utter nonsense. Literally
1: complete horseshit. <laughs> like he's he's like it's he's always lying. It's like insane. And he'll always be like, well, you know, I'm an old man in a tickle truck.
2: Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it's always elusive and uh, he's like a creature of self-mythology which makes him uh quite the american that's what america is about you know you create yeah. your own fucking story you're a fucking con man you trick everybody that was that's, Joni that's mitchell's problem movie. with him
0: is that yeah. she felt he was not talented at, but very good at self-mythologizing yeah. which is a skill
1: it's a great it's a big skill and he seems pretty talented i mean but i get it if i was Joni, i'd probably be shitting on him yeah, too. yeah for sure She's like as good as him, if not way better, and gets not nearly, has probably way less money.
0: Didn't win a Nobel <laughs> fucking prize.
1: Didn't, yeah. You
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I just love the idea of and Dylan, 75 years old up there. It's like going to give a speech. You're like, oh, what the fuck is this gonna say? He's like wearing suspenders. He has a like New Orleans hat on and gets up there. And he starts talking about brimstone. You're like, oh God. <laughs>
0: It is so, Who is this guy? It is so funny that like uh firstly when when you have one of like three types of talents athle- serious athleticism mu- great musical talent or you're very funny the stuff that you can get away with that would make you just an utter lunatic creep um like you'd be a <laughs> you'd be a pariah if you if not for that talent is just so incredible and it also, if you came up in a specific time where where people were mythologized a lot more, because there was you couldn't fact check about them the way you can oh, now. Yeah. You can just have total control on your laurels forever. You know? Yes,
1: a hundred percent. Like he got to, like he got to just like disappear for a while. Yeah. You can't do that now if you're fucking famous. You're like expected to go on Instagram and shit.
0: Yeah, that's so true. God, what yeah, a nightmare.
1: And, or at least Raya. Like you got to go on something. <laughs> Imagine Dylan in in Woodstock in the barn writing these like his little Confederate jingles and then he's like and he's like hang on I'm going to try to find a match on Ryan.
0: <laughs> 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 it's just a member of the band.
1: Yeah, oh man, you know you're <laughs> Levon.
0: Um to be one of those uh, white people that like uh, is nostalgic for a time that was only suitable for white people. But um <laughs>
1: I mean, that's, that's perfectly what Dylan's about now. I mean, that's like his whole aesthetic now.
0: I I will, you know, uh, in only the aspect of like music, I feel envious about people who grew up in a time where there was a limited amount of content. And so like one, it was, um, it was, you knew all the content. Everyone was talking about the same stuff, which is really thrilling. Yes, that part's fun. That part's fun. And then two, whereas now there's so much content that moments of peace from content are like the moments that stand out in your mind. It's like right. the, at the time you'd wait and wait for content, for music. Yeah. And then it mattered and it, it had an impact on you um, in a way that that just doesn't happen anymore.
1: Yeah, it was like an event.
0: It was an event. It was like...
1: I remember when me and my buddies went to the fucking mall to buy goddamn lint biscuit, uh, chocolate starfish, and the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the first album of my life that I ever argued where it's like, no, this is a grower. We got we need to chill out. <laughs> it's, a it's not bad. It just we got we're not, we're not really getting what yeah, Fred's trying time. to do here. <laughs>
0: Stroke it, relax, make it feel comfortable.
1: But yeah, especially like back in, yeah, especially <laughs> back in the sixties, like because you got like what five channels.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? So like, when an album comes out, it's like that's what you would like do.
0: That's what you. I would, if I
1: could, if I could delete the internet, I totally would. I'd take oh, it all away.
0: I wouldn't have to think twice <laughs> about it if I could delete the internet, and it meant like uh, massive like corporations would go under instantly, and the economy would collapse. Um, a oh, bunch of people would lose no their jobs and die. <laughs> fucking Still, kidding me in a heart. I think
1: everyone would be happier we'd be all so happy
0: I'd be happier it's really all I'm focused on I think <laughs> other people <laughs> I don't care at this point I'm so miserable so miserable about the state of <laughs> affairs and about and about the internet and about how I'm losing <laughs> again just a tangent Definitely. losing everyone in my life to the fucking internet constantly
1: yes Um, That I don't really give
0: a shit if it makes other people happy. I'm so miserable about it. And I knew it would. It would.
1: But it's also like, we do so, I'll hop on this tangent. The thing that I always gets me mad about the way we use the internet now is that we don't even use it to like do things that we couldn't, that only we could like do on it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, instead we do things that we did already, Mm -hmm. it's just in this, in this like, thinned out, shallow, like, worse experience, like, like, we use it to like, watch movies and play video games with friends, and like, fucking like, watch TV, and like, do shit like that, or like, go on social media, which is like, basically, you know, phone calls, socializing, but we just do it in a worse, yeah, way now it's just smaller and
0: and just and and less real like it's it's yes there's a giant wall up between the thing that you're communicating with and yourself like you're not even touching it and no one even notice notices though that's that's what's anxiety provoking about it yes um
1: and also that big wall is owned by a billion dollar company whose financial interests are dependent on driving you insane. insane making you feel fucking nuts all the, all the time and making you need it like and they're designed to addict you and to make you go fucking crazy so anyways, i get what dylan was up to <laughs> when he went
0: that,
1: <laughs> when he went to that barn
0: okay so okay uh let's talk about dylan in the 60s moving to new york that's really the cru- okay. the most crucial part of this whole narrative Yes. He moves to, to the 60s. He moves to the 60s. He moves to the 60s.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to he New started York. hanging out in Greenwich Village, Greenwich
0: Village.
1: playing folk songs with all the people. This is also when people start accusing him of stealing their shit. Already, eh? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. All the other, there's like folk singers who are like, that was my, Dylan like took my fucking song. You know, like, he's yeah. a bit of a, he, he doesn't really care. He'll like take everyone's songs and shit.
0: <clears throat> How directly do you think he, he stole, like, like, you know, was it, was it? What, did it inform his lyricism and songwriting, or do you think he like ripped off full verses?
1: I think he did. I think it's both.
0: Yeah, he
1: like does both. I think he doesn't really. I well, here's the thing. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually cared that much about plagiarism. I always thought it was like. Remember when like Trump was running for president and they busted out plagiarism on him, as if like that was going to stop. <laughs> anything they're like uh trump stole this speech and everyone was like oh yeah that's the issue here it would have been funny though
0: if plagiarism was everyone's weird <laughs> hill to die on for whatever reason
1: yes like i don't actually care if people steal shit it's yeah. a bit annoying and i also go with that with like comedy too like i never really care about joke theory and stuff like that
0: that is a very Which unique I, take you
1: i know i gets really get so mad about yeah you're it. the only and, one uh, yeah, yeah i know <laughs> care all right i don't i think it's like who cares you know what i mean
0: i think that people feel like um their. you know what i think people feel like their content is their um the same as their themselves <laughs> like that the stuff they generate yes. is a perfect map of their own mind and so if you steal someone's content you are stealing a chunk of their soul um yeah when in reality yeah. that's not true
1: Yes, and that's what I mean, and I'm like, these are just trifles that show up in our head when you say
0: them. I think that's also, uh, and that's a blow smoke up your ass, though, the opinion of somebody who's who can generate a lot of content, who you could have a, yes. a bit stolen, and you'd be like, eh, I'll write a new Yeah, book. I don't really care.
1: I'm like, I'll do another yeah. one. Yeah, that's never really, it's never really bothered me that much. Uh, and, and then also, there's something to say, with like, all these fucking folk singers, where it's like... Like, I don't know if you ever watched this Scorsese documentary on him. Uh, like, I forget what it's called. It's really good. Uh, uh, no direction. Yeah, 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 it yeah, like, yeah. It's like, there's like a guy in suspenders and like a farmer shirt. He's like all big, you know, he's like, looks the way people look when they're 60 and they haven't made money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when they put them on TV, and you're like, oh, that's what <laughs> we all look like except for 2% of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like Bob Dylan. I was the first one to do House of the Rising stuff. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Yeah, and you're like, and then you look at a picture of like young foxy Bob Dylan. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, you were gonna be the famous one, dude. <laughs> like, that's that's yeah, that's what did it. Like, come on, he was gonna be famous.
0: That's true. I, I guess what you're talking about isn't an, is an inevitability of like mm-hmm. certain things. So who really cares how how he got there? We still got all the yeah. content we we like from him.
1: Exactly, exactly, like. And there he always defends himself, and of course he would defend himself, where he's like, it's kind of this, like, folk tradition to do this, which probably isn't true, but, like, I kind of get what he's saying, where it's, like, the idea of, like, you you would, everything was a lot more loose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, thoughts, like, you could, like, be like, hey, uh, I'm going to steal this from this poem, because this person probably stole it from somebody else, and, like, like little chunks, you know what I mean? I don't think that's that crazy. And if I really wanted to get radical, really radical Uh about it, The idea of intellectual property is inherently capitalist and uh, one of the reasons the the world is the way it is.
0: Can't argue with that. (laughs) That's what I think. Getting radical.
1: What Carlos Mencia did was okay. He's a communist. Honestly.
0: Yeah. 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 I get you. I get you. I think that's a Dylan-esque perspective too. Ugh. Dylan-esque. Dylan asked, Who we become? You're going to get the worst
1: listeners on I this I know, show? right? I mean, yeah.
0: inherently, Bob Dylan. I mean, we're cool. <laughs> we're nice. But we're cool, but I
1: don't know if we overdo the Bob Dylan part. Um,
0: and then, okay. Okay, so, so he's, he's in New York. Election. He's stealing people's content. <laughs> <laughs> he's making a name for himself uh, yeah. as a folk singer. And then he plays a show, uh, plays a couple shows. I don't remember where, but uh, uh, but somewhere cool. And, but the New New York Times reviews uh, a show of his and gives it a very good review, rave reviews. And he essentially like almost immediately after that gets signed by Columbia records. His trajectory is, I think he moved to New York in 1960. Yeah, he moved to New York in 1960. He signed in 62 and is,
1: Mm. Wow, that's crazy, really? Yeah,
0: yeah. And then he released Bob Dylan in 1962. And then and Bob Dylan in
1: 1963. When does Blonde on Blonde come
0: out? I think two years later. Like
1: 66 or something?
0: and Bob Dylan is 63, times are changing. Also, no that's 64. Another side of Bob Dylan is 19, no, another side of Bob Dylan is 1964. And Blonde on Blonde is 66, yeah.
1: Wow, so that's really crazy. So he went from like he did the whole the four year thing. He did like uh like um like like folk political singer where he's like standing on like railroads, like like train <laughs> yards. There's like footage of him doing that, like train yards with like suspenders, being like, "Follow me, potato farmers <laughs> to a better future." <laughs> now that was Dylan Ask, and then. <laughs> And four years later, he's got like a full rock band behind him. Wearing sunglasses by day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like whacked out on fucking yeah. amphetamines all the time, and he's up there. and He's like, this squid in the brain of uh, <laughs> my brain's a little squid squirming across a window pane. <laughs> <That's
0: funny. laughs> oh my god, um, have you seen again a tangent? Have you seen um, Walk Hard?
1: Oh yeah, I love Walker. It's
0: such a good movie, and the Dylan the lyrics that they yeah. come up with are so fucking are, funny.
1: Yeah, they're they're great. I'm sorry, my squid brain window pane. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> it <must have> <laughs> that was fantastic.
0: But he writes a crazy small window where he changes identities uh, in the span of like four. And also, his you know people. There was an uprising about his uh, yeah. you know like mm, defilement or, like, like rejection of, of folk music. Oh, yeah. And it was yeah. a tiny period where he was a folk musician. That's actually yeah, like wild to think about.
1: Yeah, and people were, like, furious, furious. calling him, like, Judas calling and shit. Him
0: Judas for, yeah. for changing idea for, for after two years not sticking as, like, the uh, prototypical folk musician. Like, there were so many yes. other folk musicians at the time.
1: And you know what that made me realize? Imagine how fucking lame the folk scene was in the early 60s. Like, you know what the folk scene was? You know when you have those friends that refuse to like, like like a Katy Perry song? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They're like, that's yeah. not real music. Totally. And then they're like, and then when you go to a party at their house, you're like, what the fuck are, you doing? <laughs> are we listening to the fucking kinks? Like, what the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> There's other people here, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, and I think, honestly, that i was like maybe 26 years old so similar age to bob dylan was when i stopped kind of being like like when i realized i'm like i gotta start listening to pop music so when people come over they're having a good time you know what i mean like i have to like i have to like start listening to like i don't know like yeah Katy perry or something like like the big that would make people dance when i got people over and i think that's kind of what happened to bob dylan he's like man i gotta go fucking party i don't want to hang out with these goddamn turtleneck motherfuckers all (laughs) i think
0: that's what it was how could you not if you were alive in the 60s uh you were in the music scene how could you not um want to follow the rock and roll pathway just out of sheer like partying fun joy getting fucked up decadence being cool and lit and having sex
1: yeah exactly like you'd see the beatles and they're getting off the plane there's like a million like women cheering them and then like bob dylan's like playing in front of like 16 unsmiling <laughs> hippies who are like knitting and planning like a, some sort of like sit-in at the local library or whatever.
0: <laughs> All the Beatles have the same cool haircut as each other. Yes. But this
1: is also haircut. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. this also goes back to don't being a poser though.
0: Yeah, totally. You're right. He's a poser. He's unequivocally a poser. I guess yeah. a poser doesn't have to be a bad word. Although generally what? speaking, I wouldn't want to. be all yeah, guess
1: is, poster. Maybe Pozier with like an yeah, with yeah, an E-U-R, E-U-R. E-U-R,
0: yeah, and er. Free Will and Bob Dylan is released in '63. That's his second album. It simply cements him as like a song, a, a writer of protest songs. A, 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 a I would mean, I argue mean that position.
1: one's like it's weird to say, but that one's almost the biggest one too. What do you that mean? That one has like the like it has like, uh, like. How Many Roads are yeah. like blowing in the wind on it yeah. that I think are almost really his like biggest
0: song. Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's almost the first CD so many people end up buying with Bob Dylan.
0: Yeah. Um, when they when they bought CDs, I don't know how
1: music works. I don't know how you <laughs> get into something.
0: But I think Spotify just tells you what you need.
1: They just say, Spotify is just like, this is Bob Dylan. <laughs> 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> don't even worry about it. This is it. We got it, it is
0: a really funny title for a playlist. You're good.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is a major album that he put out like two years into his career. And then mm-hmm. like right after that puts out The Times They Are Changing, which is another mm-hmm. gigantic album. Yeah. Um, he becomes involved with Joan Baez, but Baez, Joan Baez. Why can't I do that? Joan Baez. Joan Baez yeah. in
1: 63. <laughs> I just love i just love your uninterested recounting of the facts I, th-
0: I know i can't even pretend i can't even pretend that i'm that i enjoy this or i'm good at it i'm like yeah, yeah there's fucking facts. Just <laughs> i'm waiting for the i'm waiting for you to interrupt me so we can <laughs> excitedly like, go on a tangent i'm
1: like, I'm like he's so old <laughs> you, can't, you can't go through every i know i know
0: we're only in 63 and right now we're in 2021, you and I <laughs> yeah. stuck here in 2021.
1: We, we got to get we gotta here. Get By get the here. time we're done, he's going to be dead. You're right.
0: Okay. So <laughs> we got the sixties, uh, Six. we got the sixties, uh, well, I
1: think the big one we want to hit, I do have an excited tangent
0: Tommy.
1: Here. is then after blonde and Bon, he's like touring forever. Yeah. And then that's when he goes, And then he has a motorcycle accident. Jeez. And then he goes to the woods and whatever, does his little Confederate jingles. Uh-huh. And then, uh, but um, I think the motorcycle accident is a lie as well.
0: You, I think that's his first. There was a lot of mystery lie. surrounding it. Why do you think? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I guess what would be the purpose of the lie?
1: Well, because I think he probably had to go to rehab or something. Mm. He was probably, like, strung the fuck out from the road. Yeah, he was getting literally
0: shot with amphetamines.
1: Yeah, he was, like, fucked up. His life was, like, probably spiraling a little bit. He's probably freaking out. So it was probably just... And he's like, I had a motorcycle accident. No ambulances came, though. Yeah. I I broke up a couple vertebrae, but I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just going to go. I think he had had to get, like... Yeah, I don't think he's sober. Bro. He's not.
0: He's he has a friggin' up. whiskey brand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to try his whiskey.
0: You should. Like if you had his whiskey,
1: you started talking like him. <laughs> Once it yeah, the carnival barker's in town again.
0: And then you can never go back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Huge the facial ladies are waltzing outside my moonlight drive. I don't know. I'm not quite there yet.
0: No, this good was good. <laughs> The squid brain was great. so I think he
1: faked it. I think he faked it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's first of all, uh very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just also like take some time off. Also go to rehab. I feel like at that time it was so rock and roll to need a rehab.
1: Well, I don't know if people did rehab in the 60s. Yeah, they would
0: go to, like a farm or something.
1: I think that's. I think rehab starts in like the 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I think
1: you I think you kind of like straighten yourself out, but you don't actually get uh
0: Treatment, you like, just go to a basement, had, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I think it starts with like what Betty Ford or whatever. Like, I think that's 50, like so,
0: when people Betty Ford was like what the 50s that that clinic came out.
1: No, uh, oh, really? I don't, I no anyway, <laughs> but I feel like it wasn't. I feel like in the 60s, it was like less of the
0: yeah, they just tied you down to the bed. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, they just <laughs> they gave, gave you a, a glass of water,
0: you... yeah, one glass of water. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah one you last you hour.
0: had to write music or you couldn't leave. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it's funny though that he yeah he's a clear alcoholic or I mean he's an addict. I mean he did did. Interesting. I
1: think so. You think so? Um,
0: think I guess so? how do you how, what, how do you de- like denote a. How do you differentiate between a full-on alcoholic and just somebody who drinks alcohol all the time to the detriment of their personal and professional? Lives? <laughs> are they
1: are they fun to be? Are they fun to be around? Them?
0: That's so true. Do they make a music? That's
1: <laughs> that's literally no more like. Can you be? Can you around be
0: around them? them? Yeah. Well. You
1: know, you, like I drink a lot, but like I seem to be. I'm pretty yeah, you're cool chill. You're cool. <laughs> you're good. So, you make great I'm music.
0: Like, you make great, you know. Yeah. the squid song. Yeah. Um, but I also he was. It, like in in the 90s, in 1991, he was playing some wretched concerts where he was like very clearly fucked yes. up, and then they uh, yeah. they interviewed him about it. They, they someone said, "Do you think alcohol impacts your performance?" <laughs> I, I want to find the exact like, quote.
1: <laughs> I saw it, he was like, he's like, I don't think drinking has anything to do with what yeah, I Yeah, what are do do you doing? Do like and that. it was
0: so, he yeah. was sort of so like incredulous about it. He's like, what are you even talking about? You think drinking no, right. could could have any impact on me and what I do up there? What is it even, what are you even talking about? That's like the it's vibe. True.
1: I saw that quote and I was like, oh yeah, he's a drunk for sure. Right? Wait, I like, I, that's, I
0: gotta find it. Mm, it's gonna take me too long. That's the essence of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the essence of it. <laughs> And that is what a drunk person, what, a, what an alcoholic would say, obviously. Yeah. So weirdly yeah. defensive.
1: Can I tell a complete tangent Please. story? Yeah, yeah,
0: that's why we're here.
1: It reminds me of what this guy would say. So I was sitting writing in this bar in like Halifax and uh, this guy sat down beside me and he was fucking wasted. He's like, he kept looking at me. He's like, hey man, he kept saying, don't let me bother you. And then <laughs> talking to me. It's like, don't let me bother you. That's cool. That you're, that's cool. Well, also, that putting the onus
0: be- of responsibility on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I'm keep talking, old. but yeah.
1: yeah. And then they cut him off. Yeah. They like cut him off, and oh man, watching him get cut off was crazy. Because at first he was like, oh, so, so internal. Yeah. He, he didn't say anything for like half an hour. He just got so ashamed and embarrassed. Oh. No, it was good. He deserved it. <laughs> And then uh, and then he started talking, like, wild talk. He's like, he's like, well, no, it's just, you got you didn't even offer to fill up my water. Like, that's pretty disrespectful. I just want, I'm not even mad. I just want respect. Like, and he kept bringing up this guy, Jeff, that he said worked there. And, like, no one knew who Jeff was. He's like, no, oh, Jeff's my buddy. And, it, and he's like, I'm going to write a bet. And it was just like, yeah, it's that incredulous. Yeah. Like, anytime you get at, like, anytime it, it's like, you actually maybe shouldn't drink so much, they get, like, real, like. Wild shocked
0: that it would that you could even <laughs> uh, make it make a, a suggestion like that 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 could yes. that getting sober would have any impact on their lives, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if why would that idea even come into your head? Like it's not even coming to my head, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so he has this fake maybe motorcycle accident, yeah. he goes into the woods, he uh writes some music.
1: Well, he- here's what's fun next, yeah. Here's what's yeah, fun yeah next. He does these country albums. Yeah. One, the one with Johnny Cash. Yeah, and and then and he has a different voice.
0: Yeah, a new octave. Like he's
1: yeah, he's got this weird voice that came out of nowhere, which I think is like the, one of the cooler things he's ever yeah. done because he just did this like cut you out when he comes like when you listen to Lay Lady Lay, you're like, what the hell? Who's that? I know. Is that Bob Dylan? Like it doesn't sound like him at all.
0: When I was it's like, when I was a kid, um, uh, w- LimeWire was still a thing that oh people <laughs> were often using. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. And Limewire had no idea who did that stuff. Limewire
0: didn't know anything. Limewire lied to me constantly. I would yeah, li- I, and there, and I couldn't li- find things out as easily. They're, like, I guess there was like Ask Jeeves, but Limewire yeah. made me look like a fool constantly. Oh yeah,
1: you're like, you know who did Lay Lady Lay? You be UB40.
0: Um, and I and oh, and then my dad said, oh, it's Bob Dylan. Said that's not Bob Dylan because my dad. I had all my dad's like like Bob Dylan's from the sixties. Like, what the fuck do you think I'm good
1: for? <laughs> if I don't know. I'm a dad I'm...
0: in my fifties <laughs> in your home. Use me. Um,
1: <laughs> this is my only <laughs> knowledge. This is all I have for you.
0: <laughs> it's funny because my dad's actually my dad's uh pretty much listens to exclusively jazz. Actually, oh, exclusively jazz, dad? and then Bob wow. Dylan.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. Fancy man.
0: Fancy man. Little suspenders. Man. Lives on a train. Sophisticated. Very <laughs> middle class Jewish boy who sometimes <laughs> takes trains.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? <laughs> okay, oh, the voice. Hand. The country voice. The
0: voice dropped down. Anyway, I couldn't believe that that was his voice. It dropped. Yes. I mean, I guess he's a little older at that point. Maybe it. But it's like
1: completely. Yeah, different. you're
0: right. Like the timber is different
1: yeah, yeah and like and he doesn't do it again either then his voice like changes again and it kind of goes back to what it was like before and uh so it's just like this weird two-year span where he like sang beautifully yeah. like it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like that little muppet voice <laughs> it's like really like smooth sounding and then he was back to like I'm a crumpled <laughs> <tin
0: tan>. <laughs> his <laughs> yeah. voice is something of like his voice is a funny thing where like it's a huge hurdle to liking him like it, you, you have to i think maybe you have to grow up on him maybe i'm wrong but i know but i would imagine that a lot of people find him yes. if you find him a bit later um his voice takes some adjusting so,
1: yes it's not a, it's and like the pe- True, like big fans will be like, I actually love the voice, which I do get. Like I like his singing too, but it's like objectively, you're like it's not fucking Adele over here. Oh, he's Let's not relax. proficient. <laughs> yeah, it's bad singing. It's
0: bad, and it is kind
1: of he like his all his first hits were like people, other people were singing. It was like the Mamas and the yeah. Papas and the Birds and shit like that. Um, I do okay, like but his voice. Back, back to him being a drunk. Yeah. Maybe that voice comes out because he's not drinking as much. Uh. All smooth up and then he's like I don't want to do this anymore. Like, Stop drinking and then all of a sudden like, <laughs> Oh no what
0: happened. <laughs> See, that's the opposite of the of a whiskey voice to me. To me it's the opposite. You should you take a shot of whiskey and your voice should like really drop uh, down and be like yes. deep and smooth. It shouldn't right. go up and be nasally, you know?
1: That's a good point. Maybe you should keep drinking.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, my theory's off. My theory is messed up.
0: Or maybe he just got sober and started, like, working harder. (laughs) Training. Training. Could be. Could be. In 74. I think this is, okay, so he he doesn't tour for a long time. He doesn't perform for, like, eight years. Or tour, rather, for eight years because of his motorcycle accident.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And then in 74, he begins his first full-scale tour since the accident. Okay? Mm -hmm. I think that's worth noting.
1: He's rocking and rolling, my God! He's rocking. He's rolling. He's back.
0: He's back with the band.
1: Yeah, it's the a huge band. tour. It's a huge yeah.
0: tour. He records a couple more albums, "Planet Waves," which becomes his number one album ever.
1: The tour was very big. I think that one went to number one, but it was actually kind of a flop. "Planet Waves" it was a bit critically
0: of a, flop. a flop.
1: No, no, like, it didn't and do well. Sales-wise, yeah, because uh, he got mad at his record label because the sales.
0: Was that when he left Columbia? Did he leave yeah. Columbia? He was like
1: he he did he went to Geffen because yeah. Geffen was like signing all the rock stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was mad to go back to Columbia.
0: And then Columbia re released Planet Waves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. I know this is we're traveling back in time, mm-hmm. but I do want to talk about him not performing on Ed Sullivan. Oh yeah. I just think, uh, yeah, maybe he's a poser. There is some. some there is some integrity. That was pretty cool yeah pretty he does cool. have
1: well he's all the goal posts are always shifting on his integrity though I wonder yeah because it's also like he also <laughs> has done two Super Bowl ads
0: <laughs> I know well oh that's a thing that's a thing <laughs> which are
1: not bad like I don't care if people do Super Bowl ads but it's also like he's like he literally is like Drive American Cadillac.
0: Yeah, that cars. one's weird. That one is um like oh it, it, he's like something makes your beer, something makes your that. Let America make your cars. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's like, so who
0: knows? Weird fucking like protectionist attitude. People were yeah, people yeah, were yeah. mad about that one. I mean, uh they got Neil Young recently. Amazon did, or maybe was it Amazon? I saw Neil Young in a in an ad for maybe amazon or itunes one of those two things
1: well he doesn't own his music anymore they all did that thing where they like sold sold it their whole sound book to like uh this like french corporation yeah 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 vivantis or something vivandy
0: and he made a ton of money but (laughs) yeah Yeah, i know it's i would oh
1: i would love that french company came up to me and they're like can we buy all your jokes (laughs) for three thousand bucks (laughs)
0: Uh 3000. That's pretty good for Canada. Not bad. It's <laughs> the most money you'll ever make.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
0: Bandy. Um uh yeah, but I mean, uh I don't know if that's if that's a product of his age or the ages. But to do yeah. that at, I think he was like 24 or something. And also here's the difference now. Um he hadn't broken he hadn't become Bob Dylan yet. Like he hadn't become like a legendary figure. He was on the way up. Yeah. And I have to say as somebody who would sell out instantly for fame and money maybe not instantly but uh, for success like there's so few opportunities I would say no to I, yeah, totally. I I find that impressive I find that admirable It's true I mean that
1: is pretty cool it seems it's yeah I have I have no complaints <laughs>
0: Although although the reason he wouldn't play is cuz they wanted they wanted him to not play the the John Birch song yeah. They were worried it would offend the John Birch Society.
1: Yeah, notoriously racist yes, John Birch
0: Society. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so you could say that he, uh, like, didn't play it, or rather, didn't didn't play the set at all because, uh, you know, he didn't want to succumb to their censorship. On, on like, on like a, as a social issue or just yeah. that he's a big enough ego that the, people don't, they don't want him editing his own content. Like that is all about yes. him, you know, and his ego.
1: And if you're interested in self-pathologizing.
0: Yeah, that's so true.
1: Ooh. Ooh. What a, what a stand.
0: Honestly, you know what I mean? yeah. No, it is the Ed
1: Sullivan show in the 60s, which is way different than like not doing like cold data, For
0: sure. You know what I mean? yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sullivan but, was it. Yeah. Like,
1: I think that's always the question of like, what is this guy motivated by? No one really knows. It's quite impressive, actually.
0: I think he's like, no one. yeah. I think he's no motivated by by wanting nobody to know <laughs> what motivates him. I think like one of his yes. main goals is to constantly um, escape people's perceptions of him like you're so right yeah he
1: never wants to be seen he
0: never wants to be seen and then you run out of alleys yeah. to take like you run out of personas that make sense so eventually yeah. he's just going to be like a basketball player <laughs> something <laughs> something weird that doesn't make sense for him musically yeah. you know what I mean um 100% yeah. while still being cool because well, now he
1: now he's almost like he's finally found a place where he feels safe and it's like in this like weird cocoon of like nostalgia for like an America that doesn't really never really exist. You're saying now. Now. Yeah with all his covers or like
0: all his great American songbook albums. Yeah yeah,
1: and like even like his his music all sounds like that now where it's like this like sort of like like he's finally found a place where he feels at home and it's in this like weird like 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 state fair (laughs) from like the 20s like Aesthetic, like going on, you know, it's
0: like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. So, he did the album of, um, like it's all Sinatra covers,
1: yeah.
0: And, uh, but, and I, I mean, I guess you maybe this is what he actually wanted to do, but it really just sounds like uh bullshit. He's saying, like, it's not a cover album, he's not covering the songs, he's oh, yeah, un-covering, right. <laughs> uncovering them. I'm <laughs> like, well, and, and this is like what it,
1: maybe this is also something that we need to- Talk about dealing with all these. I uh, mean, we're a bit off track, but you know, we're, we're going to be fine. Yeah, because really, the only thing that happens after the '70s going back and touring. Here's what happens: yeah. Because an evangelical Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone gets mad. Evangelical Christian reeks of midlife crisis to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, just like, oh, what am I? Who am I? People like the Clash now. No one likes me. I'm a Christian. And then, <laughs> yeah. um, and then, uh, and then, traveling Mulberries, which is famous. yeah. 90s is in the wilderness no one likes him no one gives a fuck yeah. about him no one gives up
0: first fuck. he ruins live aid then he yes. goes into the wilderness
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh no one gives a fuck those albums and then he starts, and then he eventually does like time out of mind and love and theft which like is the start of this persona that he's kind of rocked ever since mm-hmm. which is like the one i keep making fun of like uh like bow tie like like bit like fucking like bolo tie thin mustache like suspenders man like you know what I mean like the way he like looks down. yeah like yeah he looks like he like kidnaps cats <laughs> 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 he's a cat he's a catnapper. <laughs> like this weird little like carnival barker yes carnival
0: barker out. absolutely yeah. it yeah. his outfits make him look tinier than he already is
1: Oh yeah. He's like a little boy. I've seen him on tour, like one on this current thing that he's doing where he's like, he's got this like super tight band. The band's amazing. Yeah. And he just had a piano and it's like little legs are dangling around and he's like, rolling (laughs) stuff. It's like, it's like, it's not actually.
0: It's it's not good.
1: People left in droves.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, it was like, how early he started people. Oh, right away. Yeah, there's, like, two big openers and then him. Yeah. And uh, there's, like, Wilco and uh, My Morning Jacket. And so a bunch of people there for Wilco and then, like, two songs into Dylan, you could see everyone being, like, what the <laughs> This is fucking crazy.
0: Were most of the people who were leaving, like, uh, were they of a certain demographic or was it just, like, a bunch of different people?
1: Well, I mean, the whole audience was of a certain demographic.
0: <laughs> true, true, very true. <laughs> I just let's wonder just say, let's
1: just say thank god we didn't have to take off our, our blunt because we never would have found ours again.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I know that crowd well. Yeah. I yeah. think I wonder though like uh how many people would leave a Dylan concert because of their own nostalgia about who Dylan should be and like wanting to wanting to preserve him in their minds as a certain yeah. type, type of person um or just Actually, I guess that's like really the main reason to to leave a concert or you're just not a fan, you know? Or you just,
1: yeah, like I was kind of surprised because it's like this thing, like it's now knowledge. If you like Dylan at all, you know that he does these concerts where he, you can't tell what song he's playing. Like you literally can't, you're like- Changes the lyrics, Oh yeah. Yeah, he changes the lyrics, changes the melody. You're like, oh, this is fucking like Tom Tom's blues or whatever, or like (laughs) like wrong stuff. you have no idea until it's over. You're like, oh, I guess that was it. I guess that was my that was my favorite song. Cool. Um, so I don't know why so many people are leaving, but yeah,
0: that you know, there's the- that story. That is one of those things, actually. Like playing a song that's uh, unrecognizable that feels like something he did um, initially to de- to defy expectations, to keep people like on their toes and guessing, and then again that re- th- there's a Point of no return. We're like, um, you can't keep morphing and changing songs so much that they become utterly unrecognizable. That's silly. That's not a good show.
1: Yeah, I, I love, I love two minds about it because it is like, because one, I'm like, I kind of like the fuck you of it all, which is kind of fun, but like like truly being an asshole to everyone that comes to see you is kind of
0: fun (laughs) it's like it's rude
1: it's very rude it's very rude it is like it's like yeah i just spent 80 bucks to see this senior citizen uh, (laughs) (laughs) this is just charity
0: listen you can do whatever you want on stage like like you can be as big a badass as you want you can like defy censorship rules and like stick it to the man be good be good yes. you know put yeah. on a well, good show
1: the thing is his band is like great awesome yeah. they're like crazy yeah, yeah, yeah and then it's just like yeah just- i don't i would i don't recommend seeing him live <laughs> <laughs> it's not good
0: yeah like, the, yeah this is what i've
1: heard maybe. yeah it's not a, I'm a, I'm a solid no on that yeah it would no, i also said this yesterday somebody was like you hear weird owls coming to toronto and i was like I would. I don't want to see Weird Al.
0: <laughs> you don't want to see Weird Al.
1: I'm like, fuck off.
0: <laughs> Comedians love Weird Al. I know. I'm like.
1: I'm like. What? I mean, it's fun. I get it. But it's. it's like. It's like. I was like. I don't think I am gonna go see Weird Al for free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not only would I not go see Weird Al for free, if I was doing something and Weird Al showed up <laughs> to sing his songs, I'd leave you know what i mean he would he would displace <laughs> me yeah
1: yeah i I'd, I'd leave a yelp review <laughs> one star weird al showed up is weird al the dylan the, of <laughs> he, he's, he, is he the second okay. biggest poser <laughs> of popular music
0: another jew first of all i think i don't know i think Yankovich? If Weird Al is not, not, not a, sure a Jew, then he's Jew fishing. I don't know if you, if that's a term, <laughs> <laughs> but he wants us to think he's a Jew. He's Jew baiting? He's Jew baiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he Jewish? I don't know. I don't know. Yankovich? I don't know if that's his actual last name, but yeah, that's true. yeah he's, uh, I don't know. But he's so beloved. I think because he's, he seems sweet and nice. I guess he's good at writing parody songs. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I mean.
1: Oh yeah, we rap battled once.
0: We did rap battle once. You,
1: you destroyed me.
0: I know. I know. you think were good I at the <laughs> But I did win.
1: You, yeah, you weren't on the other side mm-hmm. of it. I'll tell you that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got. We've covered, He. We, let's talk about his personal relationships a little bit. Okay. Okay. He dated uh, Joan Baez. Joan Baez. Joan Baez. Uh, yeah. He married. Sarah Lowndes, Lowndes? What's her? Name? Lowndes. Lowndes,
1: and the, I think my favorite song by him is about her. Which one? The uh, sad lady of the lowlands. That's about her? Is that song, I think so, because that's the rumor, because it's like Lowlands,
0: Lowlands. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, his first serious girlfriend was a daughter of the Communist Party.
1: Yeah, and he said he was, she was the most erotic yeah, thing i I've ever seen. Yeah, I cut that.
0: I wrote down, like, hold on. I wrote down, like, saw, a few things you put about
1: your her. Diary, saw a woman today. So erotic. <laughs>
0: Most erotic woman ever. She's 24 and, like, yeah. has met five women.
1: I love the idea of, like, 50s erotic, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's probably wearing the thickest socks.
0: <laughs> and, like, a really a really long skirt. And her tits were, p- were triangles. <laughs>
1: yeah, they were, like, pointy. <laughs> huge heavy skirt
0: it's so tits. funny how that stuff can shift but like extremely pointy cone tits were like super hot for a little people while people were all about
1: them yeah yeah people were like all about it's like i want you to know, have tits that look like you can spin on <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, tits that'll take like your eye top. out yeah yeah um, i do have to duck apparently uh don't think twice it's all right, is is about her. Some critics say. Oh, I love that song. It's a great, great song. That's that's a great song. It's a very good breakup song.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's like the best one. It is.
0: Yeah. In fact, yeah. every relationship I've ever been in, that song's yeah. come on and I go, I'm gonna listen to this song after we break up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just looking, looking at the person's face, the fucking yeah. words are scrolling. Exactly.
0: Around. I'm like, are you listening? Are you listening to the word? Are you listening to the melody or the words too? also (laughs) the words don't don't just listen to the melody (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) this chorus is really catchy like what about these verses
0: though it's a a very 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 good song very good breakup song um he has four children and he adopted including including then jacob jacob the singer from the wallflowers
1: (laughs) who i think are pretty good
0: i don't really know them well enough to make a comment
1: well they got four awesome songs Maybe two. They have two awesome songs. Okay. Really, that's
0: better than a lot of people.
1: That's what I'm saying. Because most people that's aren't so in any
0: band at all.
1: Yeah. The majority of people haven't put out any music. Uh,
0: don't, they don't even have two good songs.
1: Yeah, exactly. And even the people that put out music. Some of them don't have two good Very songs. Very true.
0: I think he bar but all his sons. Um yes. It's funny because he, so he was a, a, a evangelist for a little while. Then he decided yeah. that wasn't cool, wasn't working for him. People stopped caring about the evangelist thing. They stopped being mad about yeah. it, so they stopped caring. Then he yeah. distances himself from the evangelist thing. Then he gets kind of into um I think it's called uh like Hasidic Lubavitcher. It's like a I saw that. I was hoping
1: you could explain this. My
0: somewhere. mom's cousin <laughs> is is Lubavitch Orthodox or like uh, Orthodox Lubavitch, whatever it's but it's, Lbo- it's like Lubavitcher. Orthodox
1: but cool. It's kind of kind of it's like
0: Orthodox but chill. I don't know. My mom's just my mom's description is that her cousin's a very nice person. I don't know if that gives you any insight. <laughs> <laughs> that helps you at all. No Apparently Noted the whole that. thing is um seeing people for the souls that they are and not the surface that you see. Like be, like uh basically um, being able to like see, sense people's souls. It's a little more like like a spiritual well, if I was an
1: evangelical, I probably would like that idea too, right? Like he's like he's definitely said. In a quote where he's like, "I do believe. I don't know what I believe. I believe there, that this isn't the real world. Yeah. There is a true world, which is like, you know, super old religious thought. Like, yeah, this is all fallen and fake. So,
0: yeah, we're just working towards something afterwards. Yeah. Yes. Or
1: he's a Scientologist.
0: Oh my god,
1: because <laughs> that's kind of what they went to.
0: It's actually very it's like, guys. This is all real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to tell you.
1: Yeah, this is real as hell.
0: <laughs> it's very not Jewish. Jews are very much about like the Jewish religion, for the most part, is very right. much about like it's happening here and now. You're not working towards something for later. All your karma is is for now. Like you are, right. you have to be a good person right now on this reality, and that's that's it. You got you're, you got a time. I, I like.
1: I like that more.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's cool.
1: I I think that's a good way of doing it.
0: It's the only way of doing it. Everything else is a yeah. is a, a a a detour to be a shitty person. It's like a excuse <laughs> to be a shitty person.
1: Yeah, or like, and it's like doing it for an afterlife is so bizarre. You know what it's I mean? It's in, like yeah, it's
0: inherently like not um, moral. moral. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's immoral like for your own. It's it's like it's immoral.
0: <laughs> it's immoral. It's a good old- will- The Jews are right! The Jews are right! <laughs> Alright, podcast over. We got one. <laughs> this is the
1: last yet. Yeah. Scooped him up. We got him. We got a big him. Yet. You
0: guys recording that? I, I was. <laughs> uh, Alright, what else? Okay, Anything so important?
1: Here, well, here's what I wanted to bring. Yeah. So this question of, is he Jewish? Mm-hmm. Is he not?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You said he is. Mm-hmm. And I would say he is, too, because while he did record a full Christmas album, (laughs) if you've listened to it, you could argue that that's an attack on Christmas.
0: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad that it's where the war on Christmas started
1: yeah exactly it's really it's really the war on. it's it's a it's a lot it's a, a volley in the war on christmas
0: that's console. so fucking fun so <laughs> so funny there were like, come on. there were peace times and then bob dylan recorded a like, christmas like, album actually, is it that's that's that bad co-
1: it's actually uh sounds really nice oh okay <laughs> it's actually pretty good but it's also it's again so weird like i don't know if you've ever seen the cover of it but it's like it's, again, this, like, fascination with, like, like, this weird American, like, like, if it was up to Bob Dylan, the only thing kids would do would go on those, like, big, clunky wooden sleds and go <laughs> down the hills. <laughs> that's what he thinks everyone does at Christmas.
0: Oh, that's so funny.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, in a way, uh, I don't know. I think I'm projecting a lot of Jews idealize Christmas or, like, have a... Interesting. Like you, we watch it from afar. And uh, so it seems like a really nice romanticized time of year. Um, it is. <laughs> you know.
1: It's very romantic.
0: It's romantic. Like in
1: the, in the biggest, like, it it does like add a sort of. Uh, I always, what I like about Christmas is it adds a little thing in the air, you know?
0: It it does. It, it does. Yeah. You feel it. It's Everything's a little heightened.
1: Yeah, yeah. You'd have to. Everyone's rushing around, you know. It's kind of nice.
0: Yeah, everyone's obsessively spending money on people they hate. <laughs> yeah, we well,
1: are. Yeah.
0: You know, wasting electricity. <laughs> it is It is yeah. actually a lovely time of year. Like, it is. Yeah. And you need it. Yeah. I mean, winter would be... What Winter is ungodly without something extra in the air.
1: That's true. Imagine just straight through Valentine's Day. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Disgusting. We just would
0: lose the entire population. <laughs> Just sled to our deaths, all of us. Yeah.
1: We're all coming. We made it through February.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, believe.
0: But see, that's the thing. Yeah, it is it is a nice time of year. You romanticize it even more, maybe, from the outside. I don't know.
1: Intriguing. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That's a good theory. Um, I like it. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: also a lot of uh, Christmas songs are written often by Jews. A lot of, a lot of Jews wrote Christmas music. That's so true, yeah. too. That's actually
1: a, a proud... Jewish tradition.
0: It is at Pro Jewish Writing tradition. the Gentiles. Give you guys something to sing while we watch you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't be mad at us. Here's some songs. Here's some songs for your Lord. <laughs>
0: Don't be mad at us. Here's some songs. Don't be um mad at us. here's
1: some songs for your Lord.
0: I feel like there's a few just like really
1: please, like sh- let's, let's like sticky
0: Bob things. Dylan things that he's done. Yeah, okay. round them up. Well, there's there's the live aid concert, which is really funny yeah. where he what do they do? Uh, firstly, he terribly, he played, um, what is it? Hollis, uh, blues or something. Okay. Whatever the song is, uh, with Keith Richards, someone else. Apparently the story is that, um, he asked if they would back him up for a concert and he didn't clarify that it was live aid and they didn't really rehearse and they played terribly. And then during his set, so all the money was going to like, um, famine in Ethiopia. Course. And during his set, I think this is interesting. Bob Dylan was like, <laughs> he was just thinking out loud. <laughs> he just had a loose theory. And he was yeah. like, what if we, I, I don't know, maybe, uh, what? Do, well, some of the money we raised tonight could go to the, the farmers uh, here in America. But I don't know. It's just a thought. And uh, Bob Geldof was pissed off. He thought it was really... Oh,
1: that's why everyone was mad, because it was for Live it Aid. It was for
0: Live Aid for famine in Ethiopia. And he was like, yeah. well, we're here. What about American farmers? Yeah, about Amer- ah, which is so, so like... Funny. Which is so tied into his uh, poser, poser thing of, like... Yes. Amer- you don't know one American farmer.
1: 100%. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how corn is grown. Fuck off. Yeah,
0: you never shucked a yeah. damn corn.
1: Yeah, that's so true. That's great.
0: Yeah, it's funny though that he just like riffed on the yeah, spot.
1: just the <laughs> worst thing he could have said. But he yeah. knows he's got a real bad. The American farm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so crazy.
1: Maybe we can give some of that refugee money to uh, farmers.
0: But then the funny thing is that inspired uh, Willie Nelson, a couple others, to start Farm Aid. Army, no, yeah. i don't know if bob dylan's a part of that i i keep, he's, he's done a couple he's done a, couple, he's done a couple okay couple of armies, but he's, he's i don't any think any it idea. was his idea no very funny <laughs> yeah. um okay what's some other funny shit he did oh
1: yeah. Yeah. have you heard about his musings now like apparently he's on tour right now and he like when when he talks he barely ever talks. Right? so he says something it's like pretty funny like he was in philadelphia and he's like Great cheesesteaks, uh <laughs> some of the best are from here, like rocky, and then he talked about how good like Rocky four was, or something like that.
0: <laughs> that's the thing about um if you're like a certain kind of weirdo, you can ha- get dementia, and no one's gonna know I... <laughs> <laughs> It's actually dangerous to be kind it's of true. like zany how would you know
1: <laughs> how would you even know Dylan has dementia? You,
0: that's you're a problem talking
1: about this. He probably talk about the same shit. will
0: never, we'll never He's know.
1: He's like, newspapers used to be heavier. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, okay, sure, sure. Not wrong. Yeah, they probably did. Yeah, they probably were. Very flimsy papers these days.
0: Mm, isn't that just yeah. the state of? His <laughs> That's kids the way it is. <laughs> he won. He won the Nobel Prize. Famously didn't show up. Mm. People were mad about. I that. love people.
1: I love when people do that
0: don't show up to things to awards
1: i love it it's the best yeah. it's the best move like when people don't show up for their oscar that rocks you think
0: that's that's badass i
1: love it i have very complicated
0: feelings it. about it
1: interesting well where, where if you guys hey what else is a podcast for
0: complicated feelings um, <laughs> <Isn't that> complicated <laughs> i when i was younger i used to think actually i have a perfect uh uh memory of this um i think it was maybe the emmys or something they interviewed a bunch of showrunners uh, and they were asked like what they think about television or something. And uh, Louis C k was one of them. And I, he either didn't participate. I think he didn't participate or his answer was really brief and didn't he didn't really. Mm. And everyone was sort of making a big deal about how cool that was, because who cares about awards and who cares about recognition. And I... I, I and he sexually assaulted someone, <laughs> And then he... <laughs> <kicked> <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, that's just secondary. Everyone who's ever yeah, been yeah, awarded yes. anything has whipped some their dick <laughs> out. That's
1: true. There's been some... Yeah, yeah.
0: But really, my, my thinking is, like, yeah, I think that's... Tr- like, uh, awards, awards are, let me just say, unequivocally meaningless. It's all bullshit. Yes. The people who make the decisions yes. are nobody. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't improve yeah. your life. It doesn't improve your sense of self. And... If you're part of a demographic that didn't get recognized until recently, I'd imagine those awards have a little bit more meaning than like yes, if you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. if people that look exactly like you have been getting those same awards for so, so, so long. Yes. You know, it's both. It's a bit of both.
1: I, I, I do agree. Yeah, I mean, obviously I, I do agree with that. And listen, if, if you want to fucking, if it's meaningful for you to get an Oscar or whatever, why do I look so weird? on the video oh does no does look
0: weird are you are you it worried? looks like i'm like
1: popped out or something that's probably fine oh yeah uh, <laughs> um yeah i mean if it i just like i hate i hate this is completely off topic but right. i i hate i especially hate shit like the emmys and the oscars and maybe this goes as far as i know i just hate like celebrating <laughs> like i the idea of people in the arts like celebrating themselves is so fucking offensive it it's like crazy it is it's like like the like the last Oscars when like the it was like so much about like we did it. we made movies during this crazy year. Can you believe it? And it's like,
0: shut the fuck up. You had the best time. We all do., I know, I know it is so like I worked so like embarrassing the worst.
1: it's crazy. it's like it's so like, especially like in like years when people are having like a fu- there's like a f- fucking full pandemic. Yeah.
0: People losing their their income, people losing their lives. I know.
1: Yeah, it's so crazy.
0: And it's one of those things that's um it's one of those things that like is only viewed as a necessity because of precedent. Like we've just always had an Oscars. So apparently that's something we we absolutely must do. And it's totally normal. It's really not, it's stupid.
1: Totally. Like, yeah, we don't have to have the Oscars. It'd be fine. We don't have the fucking the teen choice awards. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh god may she sure rest in we. peace i don't know do they still exist i don't know I don't,
1: do people still win surfboards?
0: <laughs> do, do teens still have choices I don't, <laughs> 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 I don't know there's some equivalent thing like i think the uh, uh maybe it's not equivalent like the mtv movie music movie yeah music I video so ex-
1: i think the video music yeah to me so that's exists.
0: the same in that young attractive people are hanging out yes Yes, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, like Dua Lipa's won one of them.
0: That was my exact uh, <laughs> person in my head. Dua Lipa. She's well, the only, like, young pop star I know.
1: Yeah, exactly, because we're
0: old. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> and she does, like, music for, like, it's, like, all like disco. We're like, oh, pop music
0: still sounds like this? <laughs> That's exactly right. And she, like, talked to Bernie Sanders once.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, you She's, reach that age yeah. and you just, it, like, the idea of keeping up. With each new artist, is so so overwhelming yeah. that you abandon it altogether.
1: Yeah, I lose more and more every year. It's a little less like eh, maybe I'm, maybe i maybe I'm out to pasture.
0: I I I, <laughs> I hope I'm out to pasture. I've been wanting to oh. go to pasture for years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, pasture seems so nice. Pasture's been waiting for you me. Just chill. Yeah. Everyone who
0: lo- everyone there looks so nice and happy. <laughs> We're just having a nice
1: time eating grass.
0: In grass, not sure. not knowing what's new. <laughs> yeah.
1: All I know is the sun rises and the sun sets. <laughs> That's all I need. We
0: gotta kill a sheep at some point today, or we'll die.
1: <laughs> I think our, I think we're I think we are picturing different
0: things. A pasture. The
1: pasture. I don't actually I guess maybe I don't know what it is.
0: Oh if if one of us knows what a pasture is, it's you, not me. I thought it was like
1: where old like cows and horses just kind of ate grass. Cows or horses, no right.
0: sheep. Is that they're where sheep. is that where I went wrong? I brought up a sheep. No, I think you're
1: right because sheep go out to pasture, don't they? I
0: think so. I think yeah, any farm animal. I
1: think, I think it's when they're old.
0: Okay. So we don't have to kill a sheep, is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's, that's what I'm but I could be wrong.
0: We'll we'll find this out in a couple a, of years.
1: This is a hell of an ending.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Before here, I know I know how to end it. We're gonna end it the way we always end it, which is we're gonna play oh, we're okay, gonna play wait, a game.
1: Oh, I love the game.
0: Okay. It's called Two Truths and a Lie.
1: <laughs> about Bob Dylan? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Sounds about like Bob Dylan. We
0: can that. do one after about me, but I feel like it's more fun for everyone else. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you two true things and one lie. And you're gonna t- okay. you're gonna guess what the lie is. Can't wait. Okay. One. When Bob Dylan was still living in Duluth, he stole 30 incredibly rare prized records from a close friend of his. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two. Bob Dylan tried to convince Joni Mitchell
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, to drop her first name and just go by Mitchell.
1: Just one name. Just
0: Mitchell. She thought that was stupid because everybody would think she was a man named Mitchell and was convinced yeah. he did this out of malice. Oh, okay. Okay. Three. When Bobby V, some some folk guy. Mm-hmm. rock folk guy. When Bobby B was looking for a piano player for a gig in 1959, Bob Dylan asked for said gig and told Bobby that his name was Elston Gunn and he'd just come off the road with Conway Twitty, which he had not.
1: Well, <laughs> I think it's that one.
0: That's the lie. Is that
1: the, is that the lie? You
0: have to tell me. I will tell you after. I know the first I know the first one is true. Okay. Correct. I'll give you that. That's correct.
1: Yes. They both sound like lies.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to say
1: it's the last one.
0: Is that your final answer?
1: That is my final answer. Okay,
0: that's true.
1: Like I'm wrong.
0: You're you're <laughs> wrong. It's true.
1: it's true. It's true. Okay, he did the Johnny Mitchell one.
0: The Johnny Mitchell one's a lie. I'm really good at this game. Like, uh, I'm really good at lying, I guess.
1: Yeah, really. You built them both very, very similar. So it really confused the thing. Yeah. I couldn't tell which one was a lie. But
0: I thought you would get it because I laughed at my own hilarious lie.
1: That That is why I suspected. But then you said Conway Twitty, and I thought that was like a modern artist. I thought there was an anachronism
0: oh, in the thing. Oh, Conway Twitty. He's like a old I thought he was like
1: new no but I'm so I was just completely wrong
0: completely wrong Conway Twitty's old old
1: I'm fucking dumb <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit about Dylan I don't know shit about shit
0: I mean but that is so Dylan right to just lie yeah. to get his first gig just
1: lie I should have known that one was true because that Elston Gunn
0: you've heard that I before mean,
1: but I just it that sounds like something he would say Elston
0: Gunn he headed up yeah. a band like one of his um high school bands as Elston Gunn
1: that's a, he should have went by that
0: name. You think so?
1: Elston Gunn is a great name.
0: It's hard for me to say if I think the name Bob Dylan is like so like cool and sexy because of yeah. Bob Dylan's, because of Robert right. Zimmerman's infusion yes. with this character, <laughs> or if it's a good name.
1: <laughs> no, it is a good name. He, probably, he definitely wouldn't have been as famous if his name was Elston, Elston
0: Gunn. to have had like a three-year expiry date like it was gonna be cool for three years of folk and then it was gonna be like
1: yeah he'd have like one hit song and it'd be like and only Tarantino would know about (laughs) it and like put in a movie
0: I picture Elson Gunn um yeah just having one hit song and it's about like his mom
1: (laughs) (laughs) Elson Gunn up next Elson Gunn with Mommy's Blues
0: (laughs) Mommy don't bounce me on her knee the way she used to Whatever songs were about in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my mom's hang drying, hang drying my laundry.
0: <laughs> it's just about a man okay. who lives at home.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Jordan, thank you so much for guiding <laughs> this whole podcast and knowing things oh, about yeah. Bob Dylan.
1: I really undersold how much I knew. I could have really done that. You undersold how much you
0: knew. I yeah. think I did a pretty good job of selling how bad I am at um, linear thinking. Thank you, really. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, this is really fun. Thank you.
0: I want to give a huge thank you to my guest, Jordan Foisy. Go listen to his album. It's called Friend Daddy, and it's available on all streaming platforms. Follow him on Twitter at Jordan Foisy. That's spelled F-O-I-S-Y. This show is hosted and edited by me, Laura Lebo. Executive producer is Michael Freeman. We're distributed by the CJN Podcast Network. Follow me on Instagram at Laura Lebo and Twitter at Twebo. Follow The CJN on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Find other podcasts at thecjn.ca. Please make sure to subscribe and review the podcast. It really helps us out and we're nice.